Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's up, donkeys? Happy Friday. Junkies coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. In Richmond, you can check us out on 910 The Fan and 105.1 on the FM side. You can also stream us live with the Odyssey app and take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network, brought to you by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, just visit CropMetcalf.com. And you can join their team today. We thank you for tuning in this Friday morning, February 23rd, 2024. I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Johnny Cake Sawville. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you and Jason Bishop. Yes, sir. Got through another week. Running the three-man show. Did EB have a one-day work week <laughs> or was it a two-day no, work week? I think it was week? one. I'm pretty sure it was one. A one-day work week? I mean, I yeah. think he was in Thursday. He was in Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Nice well, we had Monday the... off, company holiday, and then he took Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday off. Nice. That's advanced thinking. He should have just taken the whole week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially because he travels back, and then I'm assuming he's traveling back to New York, and then on Monday we're going to hear about his rental car woes <laughs> and his hotel woes. Well, he said that he's he, he took today off because they're going to leave at 7 a.m., and if he waited until you know 10.30 or 11 after the show, it would take him nine hours to get to Long Island. Oh, so. Brutal. Now, fr- Friday going north up ninety five ma- through the city. It's a nightmare. It is brutal. Yeah, but um, so they're going to leave earlier, so it's going to be a five and a half hour trip or That's, five. That is better. It's 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 a better commute. <laughs> yeah, I am convinced he's get, he has more vacay days than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. You won't do an EB vacay he's got eight, day tracker. He's got eight weeks, and we got six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a deep dive into that. We'll have to figure that out. Well, the caps are on a certifiable heater now. Let's go. I saw Cakes tweet out, it's a capping. It's capping. I know it's cheesy, but it it came to me, I went with it. That's a three-game win streak, which they haven't had since December 21st. Two months, they haven't had a three-game win streak. And they've been having a 
goal explosion too over the last three games. Yeah, Ovi didn't score last night, but Mikey scored two more. Mike, uh, Mikey is on a he's on a tear. Ovi continues his point streak because he had the helper on the McMichael, I believe, empty netter mm-hmm. last night. So I think that's ten games now, ten game point streak for Ovi. And look, that's an, that's another four point swing for the Caps. I mean, that's a team that's ahead of them in the wild card standings. They get a big road win against them. Now so, they're five points back of them. Uh, you can, st- I. I'm still grasping. Oh, if yeah, there's a sweat. Like this. They just have to keep playing like this. Absolutely. And Connor McMichael playing the way he does. Here comes a quick <laughs> AD grab. Okay, good. Weindonk tweeted us and yes. said he and Joe B deserve credit because I guess ah, okay, we had good. Joe B on the show. I think I asked him the question. Yeah. doesn't matter who asked the question. But it was about Connor McMichael mm-hmm. having to step up because there's no koozie. Yeah. And there hasn't been backy all year. Mm-hmm. And Joe B talked about Mikey. I didn't even know he went by Mikey until recently. Yeah. I just, I just Connor McMichael. That too, yeah. He's not and Mick Mikey. Mikey. He's, no, he's scored a bunch of goals. He's, he's had he's two. Mick, yeah, it's yeah. not Mick Mikey. No. Right. Two, no. two goal games here yeah. this week. Back to back. Gotta love that. Hope they can keep that heater going against. Florida. Well, see, that's the problem. They got to play Florida now. That's, okay, it's tough. I mean, anybody's beatable. I get it, but Florida is. Let's see, they're thirty-seven. They're actually two points back of Boston. Okay, but they're thirty-seven, sixteen, and four. They got seventy-eight points. Yeah, but Tampa was a playoff team. Yeah, just and had as... uh, the leading points guy in the NHL and mm-hmm. Kucherov. No, anytime you go on the road, you beat Tampa. It's a good win, no doubt. The only downer was Osh. Oh, she goes down a non-contact injury. Yeah. yeah, it was rough, too. Toward the end of the game, he's like, he's turning around on the ice to try to get into a defensive posture, it looked like, and then he just crumpled to the ice. And, and then like, he had to crawl to the bench. Yeah, it, it looked, the optics on it were really bad. And you're just heartbroken for him because you know he's he's working hard to try to keep, to keep his body going at, I believe he's 37 now. That, and he's just had... He's had a hard time staying on the ice. What was he holding? I, I didn't see the play. What was I don't he know. Holding? He was just in. He was in a, a ton of pain. You could tell. Like I, I, I could. It's hard to tell with all those pads what, what happened. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was a non-contact injury. I'm guessing. Has it been reported what it is? Not yet. No, 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 somebody no. speculated yeah. online that it was Achilles? a groin. Oh, like I don't know got... where they came up with that one. No, oh, it could be. It looked like a groin because his legs were kind of spread out a little bit, almost like he was doing a mini split. Right. I mean, oof. I didn't want to watch the replay because I was worried I was going to see something buckle, but I I couldn't, I couldn't see, see anything, anything visibly. See that. So so Carb said after the game they are highly concerned or a fairly high level of concern. Yeah, it's. I, I wouldn't expect to see Osh back anytime soon. He, he like, yeah he crawled like multi week injury he crawled off worse. the ice and then he gets to the bench sits there for a minute or yeah. two and then eventually needed help to to get to the locker and room. he just like <laughs> scooted down the bench yeah and 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 went off the ice yeah I saw Darcy was helping him yeah. to the locker room and somebody else so jeez it was it looked like he barely could walk but again it's really tough as a fan watching hockey players and trying to figure out an injury. When they have so many pads on and skates, I it could be a, a left Achilles. I thought it could I be Achilles not. too. I mean, an Achilles injury at his age is because I mean, might be career ender. Because he can, he kind of pushes off right there, but I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Let's just hope that's not the case. Let's I hope mean, if it's, it's an Achilles, he's let's obviously hope it's a groin done. pull yeah. or something you know that's much less severe than that. 
But, hey, they've had guys who have had to step up, and at least in the last three games, it's happening. And on a much lesser negative note, Stromer had a goal taken away. Now, I know that pales in comparison to Oshie leaving the ice, you know, possibly missing weeks, if not a month or more. But, uh, yeah, Oshie had it. uh, Stromer had a goal disallowed because they called an offsides when the puck came into the zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be... The go-ahead goal would have put them up four to three. Yeah. I actually started tweeting that from the account, and right after I tweeted it, they changed the call. I mean, I, I, I was just watching the game, and Caps are up three-one. They're cruising. I'm like, oh, look good. And then in the span of twenty-four seconds in the third period, they gave up back-to-back goals to allow the was Lightning that, to, to draw to three-three. Was that Chuck? No, there was a bad turnover in in uh, deep in in the defensive zone, okay, and right. they just they just. Gave it away to the Lightning to draw to three three, and I was like, "Oh, they had a two goal lead. Now they're gonna they're gonna gag it away and, and squander two points when they desperately need it." But give them credit; they they held in there. Rasmus Sandin rips a shot to to put them up four three. Then they get the empty netter for insurance uh, with the Ovi assist to Mikey. When we talked so to two Str- more points. When we talked to Stromer yesterday, he was talking about Vas- Vas- Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky, right? yeah. And how he might be the best goalie in hockey, mm-hmm. and they put up four on him, right? Um, so that's five. Well, <laughs> you one count was the empty netter. Yeah, four yeah, empty. on him. Four on okay. him, and um, so that's that's a good win. That's a great. Now win. you got a day off. Go play Florida tomorrow night. I mean, they might have had two of their best wins of the entire season, like in the last ten or twelve days at Boston, at Tampa. Yeah. When they desperately need those four points. No, it's huge. I was watching from the basement, which mm-hmm. I don't usually watch from the basement on the big <laughs> screen, because this has been a financial week of hell for me. Oh, no. So yesterday, right around 4 o'clock, my wife says, there's a leak in the basement. Oh. <laughs> and then she starts grilling me like, I'm going to figure it out. Here's what I figured out. I called Crop Metcalf. Ben Kelly sent Milan over. Yep. Milan came over at around 6 when he was in Bowie. Okay. Had to drive all the way to Gaithersburg. That's a haul, too. But Ben asked me, he's like, can you wait till tomorrow? I was like, I don't think so. Not really. Turned off the water, which means you can't even really use the bathroom in your Mm -hmm. own house. Yeah. So you want that to come back on at some point. And I happened to go outside. My wife told me to check. The meter outside. Okay. Like, I'm going to crack some code and <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah, it's coming from here. Yeah, well, All we could know is downstairs in the basement, we have a bathroom and her gym. Mm-hmm. And there was drip drops yep. in the bathroom coming from a vent. And then in, on the other side of the wall where her gym is, yeah. you could see some water damage. And so you knew something was happening probably in between the walls. Yes. And so Milan from Crop Metcalf came over. Leaky pipe. He started with the uh, the flashlight. Then he saw where there was some water, mm-hmm. and it was basically a microscopic mm. pinhole <laughs> on a copper pipe. Got it. So he just cut, he cuts out the faulty section, replaces it, and then boom, you're good to go. I would assume good to go, except you had to cut some walls. In the ceiling mm-hmm. of yeah, the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, but your, and your leak is repaired, right? Yes, the okay. leak is no, repaired. He's, he's just talking but about my how point much it's is, the bad financial week is uh-huh. at the car, yeah. which is getting fixed. Bad beat central over there. And now the house, Crop Metcalf did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Milan. He's right. from Serbia. Mm-hmm. Very good. He was there for 
I don't know, hour, hour and a half, came in with this huge, long copper pipe. Sure. Fixed it. And then my guy Christian came over. He's my contractor, mm-hmm. and he cut out a whole huge section of the wall. Yeah. I think on Saturday after things get dried up, got to put up some new drywall <laughs> and then have to fix that ceiling. And then anytime he comes over, my wife just finds new things. She's like, yeah. oh, can you come upstairs? We maybe want to put some curtains up here. Ah, nice. Yes. Where'd that come you from? You always need some tweaks and some upgrades. So cha-ching. <laughs> but shout out to Crop Metcalf. They are great. <laughs> yeah. I know that they're life They've hooked EB a million times. It feels like they're at Jason's house every other month. They do come out. They're very good. Hadn't um, been to my house for a while. Mm-hmm. But, hey, I bought a new house for me, but it's like a 30-year-old house. They're good people to know. Yeah, they really are. Certainly are. I mean, Especially for the unhandiest group of males on the planet. Oh, which yeah. Is this group right and here. I could never do And what I they include do. the person who's missing in that group. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my wife started to ask me, she's like, what do you think? I said, I, I, I had a hard time not kind of being a jerk back to her. I was like, am I a plumber? <laughs> I don't know. No, try, my wife, she just knows that if there's an issue in the house, I'm always good at first, my first call goes to my neighbor Kevin because he's he's the handiest person on the planet that, mm-hmm. that I know personally. And I, I just I can't diagnose and or fix anything. But if if there's a real emergency, Kevin comes over, he helps me. But the my old guy. phrase when it rains it pours mm-hmm. car to shop this week, cha ching. <clears throat> Water damage in the house, yeah. cha ching. It's life. You own a house, you're you're just gonna pour money into it. I feel like you know how they say death comes in threes. Yeah, I always feel like uh, financial burden comes in threes. <laughs> right. I don't so know. At least for me, things, something else is out there. Yeah. I hope there's not. A I'm just saying, you, know, you might have another one yeah. coming soon. Something maybe early next week. Doing push-ups. Are we missing some? Are we missing one? No, but now I'm going to be painfully well, you aware. Did, you did have the uh, the Dylan uh, babysitting thing. Yeah, but that was $30. That's not a burden. Yeah. Oh, that's not a burden. That was so minor. Yeah, it wasn't a burden. It was yeah. just an issue. Just an issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can maybe count that as the third. Well, hopefully you don't get another biggie. Hopefully you don't blow a tire on the, on the beltway. Yeah, that's bad. It's bad Well, news. thanks for the good karma. <laughs> I'm just saying, hopefully you don't. Hey, on the bright side, yes. last <laughs> week when we debuted $10 to 10k we hit we did yes now thank you we're gonna do this again later in the show where we have listeners give us their best play of the weekend Mm -hmm. yeah then we're gonna vote on what we believe is the best and then we're gonna ride with that yes correct who by the way deposited the initial ten dollars has that been done was it actually (laughs) done it it was done okay it was done so that's that's in drabby's account uh, responsibility all right so (laughs) i'm guessing this is a parlay that you're doing just to just to double no. up the money. No, 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 no. It's not a par. It's a, a progressive bet. So oh, it's just one bet. It's one, one bet. bet. Oh, okay. So, That's so it. listeners are pitching us their best play for okay. Friday or the or the, the weekend, weekend. Uh-huh. and we listen to the pitch, right? And then all of us put our big brains together and mm-hmm. we try to figure out what pitch we like best. Okay. And then we we ride with one play. Okay. And we try to double up uh, on the play from the previous week. So. Are so we, are we- are we standing at exactly twenty dollars in the account? Yeah. Is there a little bit yeah. more? Because, yes. Okay. So we're at twenty. We're at twenty. Okay. Because we didn't go we're, with we're climbing that ladder. We didn't go with the long shot play last week, Jason. Yeah. Um, several people called in. The ones I remember as ones that we considered included a soccer play. Yes. Uh-huh. But the one we ultimately chose was Villanova do, against Georgetown. Do we know if the soccer play uh, hit today? The soccer play hit. Okay. Roma won like three 0 All right. 
The other one, which we considered, I think, lost. Okay. I can't remember. I think it was um, Cornell basketball. Cornell plus plus eight and a half or something against. Or no, no, no. Harvard Harvard plus eight and a half against Cornell. Cornell Cornell smoked them. Okay. So that lost. Got it. So the three that we were debating over, two, uh, two of them hit. Yeah, I was ready to off. ship it in on the soccer bet. That that soccer nerd convinced yeah. soccer well, cake. Bottom that, line is, we'll hit. vote. It did hit, yeah. You call us later in the show. Get your best pick together. Get your delivery, your rationale. And then we're going to ride with what we believe is the best play as we try and turn 10 bucks <clears> into 10K. So that's later in the show. Also, Kevin McCarthy on the movies at 7. John Feinstein at 8. Keep it here. We're the junkies. On the fan. Coming up at- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 645. We're going to give you a chance to win some great prizes. We have tickets to go see Luke Bryan at Chiffy Lube Live and tickets to go see Santana and Counting Crows at Chiffy Lube Live. We'll do a little box score breakdown Ooh, very at good. 645. See, this is where I usually play, play the box score breakdown, but the <laughs> replay, Break it down machine, for you, fellas. The replay machine is still being worked on. Can we do a little box score breakdown real quick on the Wizards? Not that anybody cares. That's actually what I wanted to bring up. That was my transition. <laughs> oh, okay. Because the box score breakdown, box I was... Score by the way, on my FanDuel props um, spots yeah. the last couple days, right. I've been telling people my play was, you know, you could put... One dollar on it, you yeah. put five dollars on sure. it, put a hundred. Was to play the Nuggets team total okay. over. Yes. It was one twenty three and a half. I said that's a lot. Just go, just point to the because ceiling. Because the over. Wiz play no defense, right. and they, they, it's impossible for them to stop anybody. So what, I what about up, the bump they got from Keith being uh, named the head coach in, in place of West. Look, I, I think generally they're more competitive. But look, Denver is they're the NBA champions and have a two time MVP in Jokic. She couldn't win his third MVP this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Last night, personally, I was focusing on the Caps game while Christian was taking down the drywall in my house in the basement. Um, But after the Caps game, I did pop on the Washington Wizards against the Nuggets. And I actually saw the halftime report. Man, I got to give props to uh, Wes Hall. And last night it was Glenn Consor. Mm -hmm. Because they look for the positive. It's a tough slog. And I want to say at halftime... Can you check the half this word? They were yeah. already down by 20. 49, I believe. Yeah, so they're down 49. by 23 <laughs> yeah. points. Right. And, you know, they they got to sell the soap to some extent. Sure. And they came out and they were 
raving about Kyle Kuzma at the half. <laughs> right. That he was a double threat. It's all, look, that's all they can do. They have to point to whatever bright, whatever you know, bright, uh, dim bright side. I don't want to make I hope they, they weren't a, hyping up Jordan Poole 18 because no, no, no. he was four for 17 from the floor. No, but they had. And now he's coming off the bench, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I said a few weeks ago <laughs> yeah. he should be bench. He's a t- There's no reason to start him. Is he a $28 million a year yeah, bench player now? You just can't start him. <laughs> yeah, but they had, you know, comes to halftime. It's yeah. time for the halftime report. It's sponsored. <clears throat> And the two of them have to smile on camera. And then they have the video piece of Kuzma hitting like a pull-up three. Mm-hmm. Having like follow, they, they praise him. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, they're down 23 points. And in terms of the box score breakdown, I would focus on Jokic. Yeah. He didn't miss one shot. <laughs> no, he was 10 for 10. And he had almost 20 rebounds. Mm-hmm. And, and he 15 had 15 assists. assists. That's an absurd number. Nah. He's I mean, a center. He's a center, and I mean, I, I get it. He's a triple double monster, but to put up fifteen assists as a center, it's just ridiculous. A Jordan Poole, and by the way, that means, and they didn't even hit a lot of threes compared to the Wizards. The Wizards right. hit a bunch of threes. Uh, the Nuggets did not shoot well from three, but inside the paint, they were killing the Wiz. <laughs> they were fifty-five percent inside the paint. Well, not necessarily inside the or paint, like, but, you know, but I was the the right. highlights that I saw. <laughs> There were just wide open, easy buckets, easy layups, and dunks. So well, they, they out rebounded the Wizards, forty seven to twenty six. Yeah, I know it's, <laughs> it's you're just not going to win games. You're not going to be competitive games when that happens. Look, the Nuggets won the NBA championship last year, right? They're not having as strong a regular season this year. I believe they're the four seed in the Western Conference. But when push comes to shove, I'd put their offense against. Anybody. They are a well-oiled machine Mm -hmm. led by Jokic, who's a great passer. Jamal Murray has never made an all-star team, but he's an excellent guard. Aaron Gordon, great guy in terms of dunking, can also hit three-pointers. Michael Porter Jr. can hit three-pointers. They have a really good team, so you'd expect to get smashed by the Nuggets. But the flip side is, Denny had been on a heater. He finished with five points. He didn't play well. And then, like you said, Jordan Poole gets moved to the bench, and he just hasn't played well all season. And then I saw he was kind of bitching about it afterwards. I saw some quotes from him, and he's like, do you expect me to be happy? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but we expect you to produce every once in a while. That one I whiffed on big time. I thought he was going to average 25 points this year. That was a big whiffy. I thought he would have a couple 40-point games. Not as big as a, of a whiff as my team total over of 22 and a half. <laughs> yeah, I hope that wasn't a huge play. No, by of you. course not. But it was a small to medium play. Right. And my rationale was, for the most part, unless it's the playoffs, a lot of NBA teams just kind of mail it in on mm-hmm. certain nights so you can steal wins. But they can't steal any wins. <laughs> no, they They're not can't. good enough to steal any wins. We like, knew it was going to be a tough year for the Washington Wizards. This is what a lot of fans wanted. Maybe we didn't expect them to be as bad as they are. Mm-hmm. They're going to win 15 maybe, games maybe, maybe this 15. year. Might, yeah. might not even get there. And like you said, when the number came out, we were kind of all leaning towards the over because we thought, well, Kuzma and Poole, they'll win you some games. Right. But they have been dreadful. But this is what the fans want. We're of tired plan. of being stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. And they were middle's kind. Lower middle. I think I heard in the 27 years since they've been the Wizards, they've made the playoffs 
nine times, mm-hmm. and they've won a playoff series four, four. times. Right. Yeah. You realize to win the NBA Finals, like the Nuggets did last year, in just one year, they mm-hmm. won four playoff I, series. I understand. Yeah. In 27 years, because I think it was just the anniversary when they named them the Wizards, mm-hmm. four yeah. playoff JP, series wins. I can't even comprehend being in four series in, in the same season <laughs> as a Wizards fan. It's like... It's incomprehensible. Correct. It's like you, me, you wouldn't even it's recognize like me it. Trying to go into into pyramid and reading hieroglyphics. It's like along the same line. Well, now the wizards, you know, they hop on a plane uh, in Colorado and they, after getting pummeled, and they got to fly east to Oklahoma City. Okay. Where Oklahoma City just beat a really good Clippers team last night at home by twenty two. And, they have an and MVP the Thunder candidate and the Thun of course SGA and the Thunder are twenty two and six at home. And so the Wizards come in. Oh, is this a back-to-backer? It's a back-to-backer. Oh, I'm, I, may Load em- up. I may empty the clip <laughs> on the on the Thunder. And, um, like, uh, I mean, how are they going to stop SGA and Holmgren and those guys? They're not. Yeah. They're, they're going to just... allow, like, another 130 to 135. Their, their legs are going to be weary. Mm-hmm. But I, here's where I commend them. They, they are full-blown committed to the tank. They've dropped nine straight. They're they're catching they're on the verge of catching Detroit, who are eight and forty seven. They're nine and forty six. I mean, all three all three of the top losing his teams get the same crack at the at the number one spot. Right. They each are going to have a fifty two percent chance of landing a top four pick. Right. So they're <laughs> they're on a bullet train to the worst record in the league, and that it's by design. They got one this more win than the Pistons. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be quite this ugly, but this is kind of the way. The front office has designed things to go. The surprising thing to me about what the Wizards have done is that they didn't make more trades mm-hmm. at the trade deadline because Oklahoma City, all right, Oklahoma City has become a really good team, yep. largely on the basis of the Paul George deal. Mm-hmm. So they dealt Paul George to the Clippers, and I want to say they got like four first round picks. You know, spread out over eight years, whatever it was, they got a bunch of picks. But they did that a bunch. So if you were to look at Oklahoma City right now, and they're a contender this year, they have a ton of first-round picks still to come in the next three or four seasons. Mm -hmm. The Wizards haven't stockpiled anything yet. I know they traded Gafford, but they got second-rounders, right? I think a second-rounder, yeah. Maybe two of them. They had a deal but, for Kuzma, and they let him come in and take a look at it and say, no, I'm, I'm good to stay here. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't wanna, get that. I don't quite understand that. I, I mean, I'm sure Will Dawkins has a, a plan for that and why he did it, and, and Winger, there's a there has to be a plan there. But I, I'm i not privy to the details. And the I'm plan. guessing, no, we may never be. Right. But I'm guessing that when they acquired Jordan Poole, they thought to themselves, okay, he's making a lot of money, but he's going right. to put up enough enough numbers where we're going to be able to ship him off. Right. Nobody wants Jordan Poole. No, no. Nobody wants yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he's good luck finding a taker. And I don't know if they just refused to trade guys or maybe they just didn't get offers for maybe anybody. Maybe just wasn't a big market. Maybe they were getting no calls. I'm, right. They were for Kuzma, but like you said, Kuzma said, I want to stay or, here. Or, you know, somebody may have said, we want Denny Avdia. You guys just re-inked him to a, a reasonable contract, and they're like, no, they balk. Mm-hmm. So that that could have been the case, too. Hey, look, I still have faith that they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I was just surprised at the deadline that they weren't more aggressive about stockpiling picks. But 
Obviously, they couldn't get the offer. The other thing I'm disappointed by, I'm not out, but I'm a little bit nervous about Koulibaly's development. Mm. I think he started last night. He did. Did he score four? I'm not yeah. I'm not that worried about a 19-year-old in a lost season. Like, I'd like to see a little more development, some more consistency, but it's hard to get consistency out of a 19-year-old. Is that, That's kind of the way I'm approaching True. it. True, but I just want to flash. If, if Every he, five games, give me a 20-point game so that I can go, okay. Right. If right. he is starting, yeah, and he's going to play 25 minutes, you'd see, you want to see a flash. Sure. But again, you can't judge him until, I don't know, the I mean, third year. But you want to see a progression. He should be getting 30-plus minutes a night at this point. Like, take any training wheels that were on him officially off. Yeah. Like, I haven't looked at every one of his box scores to see the minutes, but he should be north of 30 minutes a night. And the kid's 19 years old. You're not worried about burning him out. Get him out there. Get him I know the he was picked below these guys, but look, Wemby's a monster. Mm-hmm. Proven. Uh, Brandon Miller's putting up big numbers. And then you go down that draft, and Koulibaly, yeah, he plays good defense. By the way, what are those, idi- <laughs> what are those idiots in Charlotte doing? I'm looking at tankathon.com, and the top three or <laughs> bottom three teams, Detroit lost four straight. Wizards lost nine. San Antonio, they're kind of doing their part. They've lost two straight. Charlotte, they're on a heater. They've won four in a row, and they're taking themselves out of top four pick consideration. I'm not some Koulibaly stan or truther, but I mean, that's just, it's unfair to compare him to the number one and number two pick. Yeah, he's picked later. I'm not going to, I'm not, I know. I mean, I'm just saying JP has like draft FOMO. Right. But I mean, those players are just unavailable. Those players weren't available for the Wiz. So. I mean, what are you going to do? It's like it's like uh, if the Commanders all of a sudden, um, you know, uh, Caleb Williams turns out to be the best quarterback in the league next right. year, and you have FOMO mm-hmm. uh, if he was pick number one. Yep. It's just it's it's all right. I will try possible. and compare I was somebody say, who was drafted right around him, but he was a top pick. It wasn't like he was drafted twenty fifth, right? I know, but but in the NBA, the you just you fall off a cliff after, after picks one, picks one, two, and yeah. maybe three. Hey, Drabby, yeah. I commend your Blazers. They're making a late charge in the tankathon. They have they've dropped six straight. They're trying to get into that top three. I don't, or know, if four it's a, I don't know if it's a late charge. They've been terrible all year, <laughs> yeah. and they've clearly I mean, blew not, it with Henderson. They're he not sucks. Wizards level terrible, but they're pretty bad. They're in the neighborhood, <laughs> right? But I saw that yeah. the Blazers have forty nine percent decrease in TV viewership just this season, oh, as opposed really? to how bad it was in the previous years. Oof. I mean, no more Dame time. Yeah. Man, the NBA is just, just get to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> just get to the playoffs quick. You can watch good NBA. Like last night I watched, all right, you had the Wizards getting smashed. And I watched mm-hmm. some of that. But at the same time on TNT, you had the Mavericks who've won seven in a row mm-hmm. in a good game against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And you should look at Luca's stats against Phoenix. He I know, he's 41. That's JP's porn. Luke, Nobody Luke owns them. Scores. Devin Booker plays really well against Dallas, but Luca just owns them. Kyrie put up 29. They've won seven in a row. I saw Tim Legler on ESPN put up his top five contenders to win it all. He had Dallas, despite where they are in the rankings, he had Dallas in his top five in his top to five. win it all. Like they could go on a run. And part of it is they got Daniel Gafford. And Gafford can spell uh, Derek Lively, who's really good. Is Beal still out? Yes, he had a hammy. <laughs> wow. Mm. Well, bottom line is, you know,
know, the Wizards are obviously very bad. And there's no way I would have predicted 9-46 and 46 at this point in the season. But, you know, it's going to be a long haul for the next two or three years. Just be prepared for it. And watch <laughs> oh, them. I'm prepared. Yeah. And, I'm, just, and they'll get pummeled again tonight. That, that's You know what? It's part of the plan, Jason. Jason part of the master I, plan. Yeah, they're not going to win. Jason Bishop, you know what I watched yesterday? Uh, what time? What time did you watch this? Probably... Four o'clock, three thirty. I know what you watched. You watched the Padres and Dodgers. <laughs> the last inning of the Padres <laughs> Dodgers. That's what, and I watched the first six innings because you, I took the Padres minus one ten. Okay, even money. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> Mus- Joe Musgrove <laughs> threw about twenty pitches and gave up four runs. Right, and he was dunsky. Was the final score like sixteen to one? Fourteen or to one. Fourteen to one. <laughs> yes, fourteen to one. But I just want to look. I put literally three dollars on it. Right. Not three hundred. You need a sweat. I you, put. One, two, three dollars and put it in a parlay. It's it's always fun to have micro And, sweats. you know, it was just interesting to see. I'll tell you what was bad was they were doing um, the broadcast team. Tim Kirkchin was there. Uh, I can't remember the, the play-by-play guy. But they were doing interviews with the outfielders okay. during the game. So they did Tatis in the first inning. They did uh, Teoscar Hernandez, I think, in the bottom of the first. They did James Outman later in the game. You couldn't hear the guys. <laughs> Literally, you couldn't hear. Them. And they okay. continued they, with it. They, they continued no, with. They it. have nothing to say. You think they want to? You think they want? They to have be mic'd, nothing to you think say. They want to be mic'd up during a game. But you understand, they talked to them for the entire half inning. <laughs> no so, producer told them bail out of this. We can't hear them. You, you couldn't hear it. First of all, when they did it, to, when they went to Tatis, there was you know there was issues anyway. There was uh, mic issues, and he couldn't hear them. They finally got uh, that fixed. But you couldn't hear Tatis unless you turned the volume way up. <laughs> Cakes, because you are, you know, a huge baseball aficionado. Big baseball mark, yeah. What does that tell you about the sport where they can do interviews during the game while they're on the field? Yeah, it tells me it's a big, giant snoozer is what that tells me. Hey, but you know what? I'm just size of it's, it's back. back. I know. I understand. Uh, You're excited. I was very happy to watch. When <laughs> is the Nats uh, opener? Is it today? No, they play tomorrow against uh, Houston, 6 5 very nice. There's a few games today. I think there's four games today, and then there's a full schedule. So the Nats start the spring training schedule tomorrow night. Coming up next, we're going to give you a chance to win those prizes. You can call in now for the morning matchup. Your chance to win tickets to go see Luke Bryan at Jiffy Lube Live, Santana and Counting Crows at Jiffy Lube Live. Box score breakdown? 636-1067. Also, we'll get into baseball pants and why everybody is enraged. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Chucky's come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 running the three-man show with EB out today. Going to give you a chance to win some great prizes in moments. You can call in now at 800-636-1067 for the morning matchup as we give away tickets to go see Luke Bryan at Jiffy Lube Live and tickets to go see Santana and Counting Crows at Jiffy Lube Live. So call in now at 800-636-1067. But I mentioned baseball pants as we were talking about the uh, spring training opener. And there's a little controversy because they introduced some uh, new pants this year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have voiced their concerns from players to fans about the new jerseys being worn and the pants that they might be see-through. Are these just spring training uniforms or pants? 
Oh, I think oh, it's no. the yeah. I think it's the real deal. No, it's for the for the entire MLB. Is so it? yeah, so they were designed by Nike, manufactured by Fanatics. Okay, and they've do- um, drawn criticism from fans for looking cheap, feeling flimsy, and being unattractive. That's and, a trifecta. And being see through, like if you see guys tucking in like a dark jersey, you can see into it through the white pants. pants yeah. They're basically see-through. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're gonna... the fabric, the it, the the quality of the fabric or the stitching. I mean, is how so... light is it? it must Dude, be so it's, light, especially if a player is sweating. Yeah, the the makes it even more see-through. Mm. Yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to scrap there the was, current iteration. There's of a what... screenshot of the of the uh, Padre spring training game where someone is like taking the donut off their bat. Yeah, and they've they're bent over. Mm-hmm. And from behind, you can see their jock strap. No, no, you can see the potato sack. Oh, jeez! Oh, yeah. like, hey, I didn't notice because I watched the game. I just didn't notice the well, pants. The pants is is the latest problem with it because it's people have been talking about these these jerseys for the last couple of weeks, and it was the, like the back of the jersey. They look screen printed. The names, like the player names on the back, are tiny. Yeah, and the, play, the, and the players looks are weird. the players are the ones that that are roasting him, saying this is completely embarrassing to right. be wearing these uniforms as professionals. They look like little league uniforms. What are we doing out yeah. here? How did this change? And it's all because MLB struck a deal with Fanatics, and Fanatics mm. is going cheap or whatever they yeah. did, and they're putting out a garbage product that they're making the players the, way. Cakes is going to be field. upset by this, all but right? It, yes, this is an article from CNN. It says a Baltimore Orioles player mm-hmm. compared the new jerseys to. A knockoff from TJ Maxx. Oh, that hurts. But <laughs> I'm sure they're they're yeah. close with that. It's like the you, jerseys, you know how like when you get your bur- uh, butcher jerseys, <laughs> yeah, or or you course. you get the Alibaba jersey, yes, something's you know off. You're getting something, something's that's a off. Bit you can off. tell by yeah. the stitching and screen printing and everything. Right. This is what the jerseys look like now. And look, if if you're selling a replica jersey on Fanatics for I don't know a hundred bucks. And it's not as good as the one you're selling for three hundred fifty, or I think north of four hundred dollars. I understand that, but if you're selling one for four hundred fifty bucks or whatever the prices are, it better be a high quality jersey. Here's it can't what... be like see through, weird font on the back, weird placing of the letters. Like th- this is a big PR nightmare for them. Here's what Major League Baseball said, and what Nike said. They said they worked with over three hundred players to mm-hmm. design the jersey that was more breathable, okay, lightweight. And stretchy. Okay, that's fine. Players then yeah. wore them during last season's All-Star game, and Nike and Major League Baseball said they were well-received at the time. Mm-hmm. What the commissioner said, Rob Manfred, he said they're designed to be performance wear as opposed to what's been traditionally worn, so they're going to be different. And he said, I think after people wear them a little bit, they're going to be really popular. Now that's spin. To me, that's spin. They're, they're hmm. going to have to go back to the drawing board because maybe there was something lost in, in translation between... The uniforms that were that were used for the All Star Game, yeah, and then when they went into mass production, like there there was some sort of quality control issue that that they just they they fumbled they fumbled the ball on this one. That you know what the fanatics people are going to have to have a board meeting and figure this out because they can't go through the whole season with screenshots of guys' Bozaks you know, bulging <laughs> yeah, out that doesn't look good when they're bent over. Like, And anytime it rains or they sweat, you're going to see you know bleed through of the jersey into the pants. It's going to be freaking embarrassing. Can the Players Association just refuse to wear them? Well, do they, do they the, have any the say? The Players Association is now involved with it. Right. Yeah, Tony like, Clark. And yeah. one of the other issues is, is that they're like standard st- sizing. 
Like before, okay. they had 15 different sizes for pants or something All like right. that. And lengths. And like, everything was perfect, almost perfectly tailored. Mm-hmm. Now Fanatic said, here's your pants. You, you, if they're too long, okay. tough lock. Right. And so these players are wearing like super you long pants. And This is what happens when uh, I noticed this probably three or five years ago. Like when you used to go buy, you know, like jerseys or any sort of memorabilia with sports logos, <laughs> be it pro or college, you had, you actually had choices. Fanatics has consolidated the entire industry. They really have. It's a monopoly. They own everything. Anything that you buy, if you buy a Caps jersey, it's through Fanatics. If you mm-hmm. buy a Nats t-shirt, it's through Fanatics. They own the whole market. So, like, there's there's nobody pushing them to make their product better. Like, they, they own the whole thing. There's no competition, right? Right. It, it's a problem. But if they're if the players do have an issue with it, they should they got to stand. Manford has to know this. Manford's uh, got to yeah, say. I'm we, sure he's heard tons of. Complaints yeah, I mean, Clark's already, already told Manford that you know, this is not working. Right. So they're going to have to make an adjustment. All right, let's go to the phones. Morning matchup. We're going to do the box score breakdowns. Go to line one. Chris is in Woodbridge. Christopher. Hey, good morning, Jock. What's up, Chris? Hey, Chris. Box score breakdown. Tell us who led the Capitals in. Ice time last night. If you can do that, we'll hook you up with some Luke Bryan tickets. Which Washington Capitals player led the team in ice time? Um, uh, Just give us a guess, my friend. uh, You know, not a Caps fan. Not a Caps fan. Because it's pretty much the same guy every time. Let's go to Jake in Richmond on line five. Jake, you're on with the Junkies. Morning, fellas. Happy Friday. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. Same question for you. Who led the Caps in ice time last night? Is it McMichael? No. That's he incorrect. did score two goals. I'll burn it. It's John Carlson. Yeah, he always it's, it's leads the team Isn't it always a defenseman? Always going to be a defenseman yeah. because there's only two of them on the ice at the same time. So, look, time. if you're not a Caps fan, you're not going to know what positions they play. Right. 29 minutes and 53 seconds. That's a, that's a lot. The second leader was Ovi with okay. 22 minutes mm. of ice time. But Carlson led the team in ice time. Let's go to, let's see, line four. Tim is in Huntington. Morning. Hey, Tim. Good morning. All right, Jason. We'll Tim, uh, the Lady Hawkeyes of Iowa played Indiana last night. They lost. Number four ranked team uh, lost to number 14. Caitlin Clark, the, uh, you know, the, the story of women's college basketball, took 16 threes last night. All right. The over/under is three and a half. Would you go over three and a half made or under three and a half made? Over. Under Sorry, my friend. Under. Uh, she went three for sixteen last night from threes. This is where we could really use the buzzer, which I don't I have that access was an, to. I thought that was going to be an easy one since mm-hmm. I put it so low. Right. And you prefaced it by saying they lost. And they lost. Yeah. Yeah. If Caitlin Clark has a good game. They They're win. probably going to win the game. <laughs> Correct the mind. All right, up. you know what? We're just going to have to save the prizes for later we in can, the show. We can do that. Yep. So stay tuned for your chance to win Luke Bryan tickets and tickets to go see Santana and Counting Crows. Coming up next, we'll find out what's going on in the movie world. Kevin McCarthy, entertainment reporter for Fox 5, joins us here on The Junkies. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.